boom, 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 boom. What? <laughs> <laughs> What's so funny? I don't know. I just, you know. Life's good. Life's good. Well, kind of, actually. I'm like in pain today. Yeah, you did something to your foot. No, I think I got bit. You got bit. So, well, you did something to your foot. Or yeah. something did something to your foot. So the other night when we recorded that um, little blib about Johnny Depp, we were outside having wine. And we were out there for like two hours, I guess. Yeah. And um, fine. I did see like a few bugs, but I didn't think to like put anything on. And then... um. Kind of before we were going to bed, I was like, man, I'm having this pain like in my foot. And I'm like one of those people that like when I get bit by bugs, I have like very, very strong like skin reactions. But this felt like it was like inside my foot. And so I was feeling the pain and then went to work the next day. And I was like, man, like it was starting to hurt to walk. Like felt just this like Mm -hmm. sharp, like like I've been like hit in the side of my foot. And um then I t- went up to TJ during the day because we were working the same shift. And I was like, I think I got bit. And he was like, well, that might make sense because it, it had this weird like tingling kind of itchy feeling. And then it was just like this huge swollen. Um, And then uh, last night, like I tried to go to the bathroom and it hurt even worse. So I'm going to call out of work today and uh, just try to put ice on it, I guess. But I'm like, when does it cause for like major concern? I guess. I don't know. What do you think? <sighs> Well, as Dr. TJ uh, would would tell people, I mean, the minute you start seeing some kind of like oozing, maybe oozing? some blood, pus, I don't, I don't ew, you no, know, no, I would, uh, I, I would probably I run that, to a doctor. Otherwise, you know, uh, I think you're good. I think that there's like other reasons, not just like those things. No, well, you asked for Dr. TJ's opinion, so no, that's why you're not a doctor. <laughs> But, I like uh, how you're saying that. That's why you're not a doctor. It's true, but anyway, but my ail- one on ailments. Um, so yeah, I will continue to watch the Johnny Depp trial while I elevate and ice my foot, I guess. But this trial is like you can watch it live on YouTube. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. What have you? What have you thought watching it? We watched it for a couple hours last night. Mm-hmm. I mean, I liked watching that instead of like other mindless TV. It's like interesting to watch people do court. Yeah, it's pretty fascinating. Just the whole, I don't know, the whole court um, lawyer verbal stuff that they do. Like and what? Well, they kept saying compound. Compound. I don't know. And then sustain. Objection, compound. Objection, compound. I don't know what compound means. Yeah. And they would say, can we, can we address the bench or something so then they, it'd be quiet and then the, the lawyers would go up to the and you couldn't hear what they were saying well it's because it's like they have to decide if they're going to put it into evidence yeah all these text messages that and we were talking about that too they have text messages from like 2012 2013 you're like yeah, how, the hell how are they, they save all these yeah. and like they must have in the cloud that's what you said yeah they're either re- requesting them i guess from the cell providers or Somebody saved them or I don't know. I don't know how that works. I'm not in that that realm, but I'm sure people listening are. What, that they know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, probably. I don't know. I think like it's crazy this day and age even to like watching court and just being like, man, your phone plays a massive role in like our lives now to where like it could uh, damn you pretty much if you've. Uh, yeah, I leave a trail of. Of uh, what you've done, where you've been. Well, and I think it does. No, it does no matter to. what, doesn't it? Your phone. Oh yeah, it leaves a trail for sure. Yeah. And if you follow that trail, I'm sure it would expose a lot. Or it could expose the truth. 
that's yeah a lot is the truth sometimes (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't know it's just been really interesting i like i don't know just thinking about like watching this guy because like i don't know it's a high profile person obviously and mostly what we see of people in hollywood oh yeah like they get divorced they have bad relationships like they're famous they like you know get addicted to substances like regular people do too Mm -hmm. but you don't see like their humanity in the same way you would like a reg like i don't know like a person that's not like rich and famous i guess yeah so he's been like super vulnerable just like talking about his entire like life like laying it all out there yeah i mean he's exposed his dirty laundry out there and it's been interesting though even hearing him like talk about um how he takes on characters and movies because they're really getting like a whole background from him and he was talking about like how when he came up with the actor or like the character of um edward scissorhands he thought about like like a child like a baby because his sister just had children and like from this innocent perspective and then he said one of his dogs too so i don't know it's crazy to think like he said it's ingredients like i take a little bit of this from this he said even peppy Le Pew kind of played into captain jack sparrow Mm -hmm. so i just find it fascinating he never watches the movies that he makes well, and I told TJ, I was like, I actually can't listen to the podcast. And I'm like, I don't know. There's just something about like, or some videos. I don't know. Like, I wouldn't want to rewatch myself. Like, he'll play them to like, listen. And I'm like, I don't know. It's just like, there's something weird about it sometimes. <laughs> I don't know. Everybody's different. Everybody's different. I would want to watch just to perfect my craft. Like I told you, like, I would want to see, oh, I, I don't like what I did. There. Yeah, Maybe but then I feel like something. I would critique myself too much or then it wouldn't be like authentically Authentic me. and genuine. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's different. Everybody's like, got their I own way. I am Kelsey. I am a robot. I don't like what I do. Uh, I don't know. But I like you just the way you are. Well, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about this wine we are drinking today. Yeah. Weird. Where'd you pick up this wine? So I picked this up at the bottle shop at McEwen. Um, I wanted to do something in the orange uh, wine world. And uh, so, th- um, yeah, so I picked this one up. Did somebody suggest it to you or you just picked it up? Uh, yeah, Max Smith. Mm-hmm. Yep, helped me. He, did, he told me about he it. about it. He was just like, this is a great orange wine. You should try it. I uh, bought it weeks ago uh, from him and we've had it in the wine fridge for a long time. But I thought this would be a perfect episode to talk about it and expose people to orange wine and tell people what or- orange wine is and yeah. do a little. I think people think orange wine is like orange juice sometimes. I don't know. For people that well, and a lot of people of that I talk to don't even know. know, it, know it they've exists. never heard of it. So they don't even know it exists or it's a thing. So, I mean, you were saying when I poured it for you, because you didn't know what I poured, um, it looks like a rosé kind of. It's a beautiful, what would you say, coral color almost, like an orangey? It's kind of like a very light amber color. Amber? Yeah, but I mean, I've seen, I don't know. It is definitely like has more of an orangey tint than like a rosé has. Like it's not pink. Yeah. No, but you could see how like people might mistake it for that. But yeah. If they've never had it before. Yeah, so this um, orange wine is from, well, it's, it's Mason Noir, and it's uh, masonnoirwines.com. Willamette Valley um, is the winery, and the winemaker and owner of Mason Noir is the sommelier Andre Houston Mack, which if you Google him, he has tons of 
YouTube videos. He's, I mean, was he, he on that show, Som? I think he might have been. He also, yeah, just always does reviews on wines. And, and, um, so that's how I first, I didn't know he was in the winemaking business and all that. So that's really cool. So, oh, like you thought he just talked about wine and everything like I that. I just and knew he was like, a sommelier. Oh, he, like, yeah, he was and a he part reviewed of wines this. and stuff. I had no idea he was a part of. They do OPP, which is a Pinot Noir from the Willamette Valley mm. that restaurants and stores have had. Um, it just is a big OPP. I know on, about. Yeah. yeah. So their thing is a white label and then big block font um, letters. And so on this one, it says new noir um, on it. So yeah, um, that's cool. Yeah. So tell them a little bit about what orange wine is, babe. Okay. Well, <laughs> so orange wine is um, actually known as skin contact white wine, also known as skin contact white wine. Um, skin fermented white wine or amber wine. So it's a type of wine made from white wine grapes where the grape skins are not removed as in typical white wine production and stay in contact with the juice for days or even months. So yeah, and the skin con the skins contain color pigment, tannins that would normally be considered undesirable for white wines. Well, for red wine, skin contact um, and all that, it's a vital part of winemaking process and gives red wine its color and flavor and texture. So, um, yeah, it's interesting. So this is white wine and then, yeah, the skin's skin contact. Yeah. So, and we'll kind of break this down, but it's almost like the same as um, rosé because the red wine you keep skin contact on for days or or what have you and you get that that color for the rosé here you're taking a white wine leaving the skin contact on and you're getting this color of wine considered orange wine right yeah you know? so but this um this wine that we're drinking 50 percent gerstaminer 28 percent pinot gris 12 percent riesling 5 percent muscat and 5 percent pinot blanc um what do you get on the I mean, the nose is definitely a different smelling wine for sure. I need to pour a little more because I already had some. <laughs> All right, let's go. And actually, when I was eating like a pork taco and I was like, okay, pour this wine before we um, talk about it because mm -hmm. I wanted to have it with the taco. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so it's good. A good combo? Well, just it's a really good. I don't even know about the combo. I was just like, the wine is the really, wine is really so good. good. Yeah. Um, Mm. What do you smell? It's definitely like. I mean, there's a funkiness. That's to what it. I was going to say. No, exactly. It has like it's kind of like a, a like, funky no, smell. No, it's not like a. It's definitely a funky smell. I want to actually say stone fruit a little bit. Yeah, but it's not like. It's not bad, but it's not like a. Like a wow, this smells no, incredible. It's it doesn't like, give it's this like, like it's a funky. But then when you taste it, you're like, yes. Yeah, yeah. Stone fruit. Um, there's some acidity for sure. Yeah. Um, it's crazy how much I always say this, even now after having so much wine, but how the smell can like be so different even from the taste. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I mean, the smell almost has this kind of like musty like i don't know this the kind of thing going on mm -hmm. but tj's swirling it around and i love it though yeah, i think it's really nice it. it's so again good. a great spring summer wine 
um, nicely chilled. Um, it's got you... really nice acidity in it too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I and I like that it's not like super fruity either. No, not at all. Like you don't get a lot of like I don't know. Sometimes when you have like rosés or stuff like that, like they can be they can have a lot of like fruit, strawberry stuff going on. I don't know. This one is more minerally and even like a little salt. Salt, yeah. There's mm-hmm. like a little salt. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm a fan for it's sure. Very unique. Yeah, I love this. Um, we'll post a picture on our page um, so you guys can see it. But definitely, if you haven't exposed yourself to an orange wine before, just go into a wine shop and ask them if they have any uh, orange wines and try and pick this one up. Um, New Noir, and it is by the Mason Noir Wines. I kind of feel like more um, winemakers and wineries that are experiment- experimenting in this type of wine too tend to like, I don't know, be more like sustainably farmed like they try to like make wine more and it's like purest kind of forms like they're just like funky people that are trying to explore new things i guess i don't know that, just in my experience from like meeting people that are doing things that are very like different and kind of unique yeah well, i was talking to somebody the other day at the wine bar i was like i wish more winemakers would would take that kind of uh funky approach to it and just be like you know what i'm just gonna like try stuff and and try and you know try orange wine or or just take chances on but new I, and and you know still keep your traditional yeah. wines and everything like that, but um, like your pet nats and your unfiltered wines mm-hmm. and, and stuff that we've been digging. Um, and this kind of falls into that realm of the you know pet nats, unfiltered wines. This is right. you know along that vibe, and and we dig it, we like it, and we do. But I think. I think what sucks and, you know, we're actually, you know, we're going to Georgia next week. We're meeting with some winemakers. This would be some good questions to ask some of them their opinion on it. But I think one of the main reasons not enough, you know, of this stuff is out there is it's really is because of money and because the consumer of wine has gotten so trained to think, um, I think, a lot in in America, New World. So California, you know. Those kind of wine, not just that, but they've been very trained to just be like, okay, I know Cab, I know Red Blend, I know Sauvignon Blanc, Pinot Grigio, Chardonnay. So when they think of wine, they don't even have a category for like orange wine. Like that's not a category that exists in the American culture, really. I mean, unless you're a big wino and you're wanting to try a lot of new things and explore stuff. Mm -hmm. But overall, like the average everyday consumer that likes and enjoys wine, you know, they're just not they're not introduced to this kind of stuff. Right. And that's why we're introducing them to it. I would agree. I just expose great wines that don't fall into your cookie cutter, cab, Merlot, your Vitis Vinifera grapes. Like there's new shit out there that needs to like, people need to try because it's good. So, but I think it's like that with a lot of things. I think people are just like shown one way to something and then it's hard to kind of get out of the box. But I feel like even what's happening with wine has kind of already happened with food over the past, like, say, 30 years. Like when we were young, it was like, OK, everything we ate was, you know, processed food, like, you know, processed cereal, like hamburger helper, all that. And then over the past 30 years, food has really evolved into more of this, like, you know, natural, like exploring more stuff i think that that's kind of happening with wine yeah don't you yes that's why we are wanting to kind of share these new findings with everybody because like i like we said in the beginning i don't 
think, yeah, I come in contact with people that have never heard of orange wine when I'm talking about it. And so I think it's something that needs a spotlight on it that people, you know, when you go into a wine shop, ask about it. For sure. Try it out, you know, and if you don't like it, cool. But at least you tried it. Like you and I are at a place now where we try different things and, you know, it might not be our cup of tea, but at least we try it and have a reference point to be like, oh, we're familiar with this wine or this grape or what have you. Yeah, totally. So I think this one's really, really good though. I love it. I think this would be a good segue into the orange wine world. Uh huh. I don't feel like it's as I don't know. I don't want to say crazy, but we've had some orange wines that are really unfiltered. They really just remind you of like a kombucha kind of. Yeah. Yeah. And this is kind of. Um, this is more in like the traditional wine style. Yeah. Of an orange. Yeah. I think this would wine. be a good introductory orange wine. Like I think if you were to drink it and you didn't even know what orange wine was, you'd just be like, oh, this is some form of rosé mm-hmm. or white wine mm-hmm. that I don't know about. Like you, it wouldn't really like, you wouldn't be like, whoa, what the heck is this? It yeah. would be very normal. Yeah. And I think that's props to the winemaker and, and what they're trying to do with this wine is, again, in a cool way, introducing a consumer base who might not know about this, like here, mm-hmm. like baby step it into orange wine. Yeah. Make it, you know. Make it what? Like accessible, yeah. but not scaring people off. Because yeah. if people see like this funky, crazy color right. with a funky smell on it, they're going to be like, they're going to be scared off. Yeah. But if you make it more approachable and not intimidating and not yeah. scary, people, I think, would be more inclined well, to try it. And that's actually kind of like, I think they even think about that with, I get interested when you're like, okay, they pay attention to not only the color of the wine, how it's going to look with the label, but the pink with the white with the black, I mean, mm-hmm. the orangish, not pink, but those colors together, it's very appealing. Yeah, it's looking. a cool looking bottle. Like yeah. it's, it really like stands out and it's eye catching. Yeah. So. Well, anyway, we wanted to talk about that. And huge then I fans. wanted to just reiterate and you talk about what we're doing next week because we're going to be doing some. Hell, hell, yeah. we're doing a lot this week. We've got a dinner. Oh, yeah. Well, actually, tomorrow we're interviewing a cool uh Nashville music artist. Yeah. Kristen Foreman. And she uh, cut a song called Wind Up. Mm-hmm. And um, so we're excited about interviewing her, hearing about what she's doing in Nashville and how she came up with the song All About Wine, which is kind of what I found. And I was like, oh, sh- cool. She wrote a killer song about wine. So let's interview her and talk to her. So that's a cool interview. And then tomorrow night, we're doing a uh, interview with um, Black Diamond Culinary, and they're doing a Spanish wine class with food. And we're going to be a part of that and kind of tasting some awesome food and drinking some delicious wine. And it's going to be cool. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited about that. And then we are leaving Sunday. Yep. And I was actually like going through my head today. I'm like, is there a way I could get highlights before then? Probably not. Wish I could. Highlights. I like my hair. Oh. <laughs> I was like, the Maybe hell? there's a miracle. I can message some people online and be like, can you fit me in? But um, yeah, so then we're doing our Georgia wine trip next week. Uh, we've really met some so many cool people over the past, well, two coming years. up on, this is year three of doing it. We've done it the past two years, but this is year three. We, going into we've year done three. two years. Okay, well, we're going Through, into year three. Uh, okay, yeah. You'll still look back and be like, okay, <laughs> that was the third. We started, we're, you know, started 2000. This is, you know. She always likes to jump ahead, even with like birthday. She's she's made me older than I really am. I made myself because, older than I really am. Uh, I don't know why you do that. 
Because it's just like then no, you're there and okay. you're not upset no. about a lot it. Of, again, people are different. Not a lot of people want to jump up to, you know, five yeah, but years then ahead of time. Then, years, then you're there and your you're age. like, oh, cool. I'm really not that old. Uh, That's how I feel. Anyway, we're going. Uh, we're doing this next week. We're really, really uh, stoked to go to Georgia. We yeah, love the we're going drive. to Mana Luce uh-huh. Vineyards and Winery in Delanica. Georgia. Mm-hmm. We're going to interview our awesome friend Mallory, who is um, the general manager there. Meet, she's just moved meet her the way winemakers. Yeah, she's a bomb girl that's just like killing it there. Killing it. Like, yeah. She just keeps moving up every time she gets a promotion and just yeah. killing it. So uh, we're going to interview our one of our favorite winemakers, Simone from mm-hmm. Chateau Alain. Yes, we have a recent podcast we've done about that. So yep. if go back. It's like a seven minute thing what we did with him talking about wine. So yep. you'll have a reference for who Simone is. Yep. Matias over at Chateau Alain. He's the manager of the tasting the room. wine tasting room. We love him. He's one of our our good friends down there. So he loves Audio Slave. That's we love Audio Slave too. He loves Megadeth, too. I know, yeah. He's a huge metal, metal, metal head. Fun to talk metal with him. Yeah. And then, where else? Um, we're going to try and do Cloudland. We'll Sean and Cloudland and, and then, Lassie. And uh, Craig, Crane Creek. And then Crane Creek. We hit that place peeps. up every time we go. Yeah. So this is going to be a fun trip. Oh, and then we're also, TJ reached out to, there's this hot sauce that we love, and we posted about the hot sauce. Yeah, William Brothers down yeah. in Marietta, Georgia. we found out their restaurant is where we're going, and they, they were like- a barbecue restaurant, they and they invited us. come down and like, you know, we'll hook you up with a meal. So yeah. we're going to do that oh, too. yeah, we're going to get a free meal. Yes. Talk about some hot sauce. Talk about some hot sauce. It's really good. <laughs> it's really good hot sauce, so- well, yeah. well we appreciate you all as usual. Yeah. Please keep up with our little trip. We're, we're going to be doing podcasts in Georgia. And, yeah, we're going to be doing yeah. podcasts in Georgia. So it'll be and it's going to be fun. So, yeah, definitely all. Thanks for your support. Try Cheers. some orange wine. Cheers.